Hi, I'm Raymond. I'm Kim. I'm Will. And you're listening to The, the Crusading, Crusading Couch. Couch. Uh, so today's topic is, uh, what is the meaning of Christmas? And we're going to be addressing a whole bunch of different things. We're going to be addressing so many things. So many things. Uh, got a whole bag full of suggestible presents. We've got a bag full of things. It is the festive season. Indeed, we're recording this on Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, yeah. Which is a ridiculous term that I have Wait, heard. Wait, that's actually a thing? I've heard it on the radio. I have you, Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, they were talking about it on Triple J. Oh, it's Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, known that's terrible. Better known as the 23rd of yeah, December. Yeah. <laughs> if you must, the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, you know, I think that I think that's a really good place to get uh, a good segue, considering that we wanted to start off by talking about the fact that uh, the Christmas <laughs> season seems to get a bit larger every year. Indeed. Commercialism. Well, yeah, indeed. And like Actually, is it all commercialism? It is actually. So, interesting fun fact. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm glad you asked that. So, Thanksgiving um which occurs where we're in Australia, but this is this will become apparent why I'm mentioning Thanksgiving in a minute. Thanksgiving originally uh, was in like the 1950s, I think it was. Whenever J. Edgar Hoover, I think it was, was in power, he moved. Was president? He moved. Wasn't he, wasn't he president in the 70s? I can't remember. Yeah, because it would have been after the the Kennedy assassination. I'm basically taking your guys' word for all of this. It no was idea. before, because he was... Remember, he found he was the head of the FBI. Oh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. That some Someone, I'm pretty sure it was Hoover, in America, one of the presidents moved Thanksgiving earlier so that the... Uh, because after Thanksgiving, people would spend more in the lead-up to Christmas. So he made the Christmas season larger in order to... Uh, in increase the uh, profitability of the Christmas season by giving people more time to shop, more opportunities to have Christmas sales and stuff. And that's that's sort of what I was getting at. So like it the is justification he used for that. Do we know? There is, is he just like, there is I'm e- just moving it. There is economic evidence. Like that's what he said. I'm moving Thanksgiving because I'm yeah. the president. I have that power. Like okay, he that's have, what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah he wouldn't <laughs> have had to. Yeah, because it's a national holiday, so he would get to decide when it is. Because it is a floating holiday. I believe it occurs on a weekend. Ah, uh, okay. Like Easter. Yeah. I don't think it's a specific date. Just is one it tied to the moon in the same way that Easter is tied to the moon. Uh, no, because unlike Easter, it doesn't have its origins in a pagan festival. Remember, it's from it's to do with the settling of the new world and all that business by the... It's not the same as Passover, is it? No. I don't even know what... Isn't Passover a Jewish thing? Yeah, it is, but I think I associate the two of them together because of Rugrats, so... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> isn't Great Passover, show, like... The lead up to Hanukkah? It could be. Anyway, out of my depth. The point is, is that the the Christmas period is now. Where would you say? Where would you say it starts? Shops in Australia definitely start putting up their decorations in in November. Yeah, I would say even like the first of November. So that's a long time yeah it's two months of christmas ridiculous is what it is why is it ridiculous will mainly because as we if you're listening to a few of these but i'm quite traditional uh i'm very much like it should be 
Traditionally, the Christmas decorations go up on the 6th of December. That is the going back to do the 12 days of Christmas, etc, etc. Really? Yeah. I wonder how old the 12 days of Christmas are. I wish I'd looked that up also before. Also, interesting point. I'm, oh, but you know, like December, I'm happy for. Oh, you for. said the 12 days of Christmas. Any, any time before December is too early. Yeah. It's not even the same month, like. I'm pretty sure the 12 days of Christmas might also have something to do with the Italian uh, Christmas celebrations because they get presents starting on Christmas Day and going every, they get a present every day until like halfway through January. <coughs> Possibly. It might just be a thing that they've decided to I, I just, be, it'd be interesting if those two were related. I wonder if that, I wonder if that helps the uh, genesis of the advent calendar. Yeah, they all could be related. You know how you get a little gift every day from yeah. the first day of Christmas all the way through till the 25th or is that just another gimmick? Counting down the days of Christmas for kids, or... That's... I wouldn't be surprised if the advent calendar is, like, just a calendar for tracking Christmas, and then it became, like, a thing you get your kids. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, it might... Because I wouldn't be surprised if, like, older Catholic traditions have, and Christian traditions have, like, uh, special prayers that need to be performed in relation to each day leading up. None of us are really religious enough to... Yeah. Uh, to talk well, so about, I was raised Catholic, so, like, they definitely do that stuff for Easter, but I don't think they do it for... Like, Easter is just such a bigger festival. It's like, Lent and stuff like yeah, that. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. So you've got Lent, and then you've got all of the events leading up to the execution of Christ all have their own special prayer things. So you have Palm Sunday, which is like when he arrived in Jerusalem. Uh, and then you've got, you know, the actual uh, crucifixion, which is its own thing. You've got the Last Supper, which you also have a celebration for. And then you've got the Resurrection Day, the Easter Day celebration. And then that is the fucking longest church service in Catholic tradition because you have to do all of the like 25, 26 stations of the cross which is all the stages of his death and you've got to walk through them and there's like a 15 minute sermon at each station Art and failure, it takes failure. it takes like 4 hours oh man we're getting all riled up. Uh, Raymond's having some flashbacks. <laughs> Raymond's having flashbacks to his now. Yeah. <laughs> it made me walk through a swamp and there were crucifixions everywhere. And that's why we love Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this isn't about the death of, of Jesus. It's yeah. about the birth of Jesus. The much or shorter. is it? Is it about the birth of Jesus? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure some of us know, and definitely some of the listeners know, that the... Christmas festival is not anywhere close to the birth of Christ as written in early drafts of the Bible. It's like a curse in the middle of the year, like closer to July, I believe, the birth of Christ. But they moved it to coincide with pagan festivals to make it easier to convert pagans because they wouldn't have to give up their festivals. I will Good take strategy. your word for it. And it's not just, uh, like, European pagan festivals like the, um, like the Celtic uh, 
festivals and the Norse festivals and things like that that also that occur at the end of the year that were that have these Christmas uh, connotations. There are like older festivals in two as well. Like there's um, there's a celebration of Osiris which occurs towards the end of the year. The Egyptian god Osiris, who also has similarities to Jesus Christ, but I f- I feel like in the modern version of Christmas we don't really think about Jesus that often. I don't. Yeah. Not here, but uh, in Britain they have a massive uh, culture surrounding nativity plays. That's true. So, like, every single school puts on a nativity play, which Billy's looking at me confused. It's basically... I haven't heard the phrase, but I can work out what it is it's from just what the, you've it's said. Just, it's just... The, the birth it, of Jesus. Yeah, it's just a, depi- a, yeah. a dramatic predi- <laughs> depiction of the birth of Jesus. I remember doing that. Yeah, we school. have... Did you? Yeah. Ah, so Billy actually experienced that firsthand. I have never been at a school where that was done, ever. I've, I've been in Christmas plays before <laughs> to do with Christmas themes that feature nativity parts, but never a dedicated nativity play. Yeah. And I've gone to Catholic schools, like, at least two. There you go. There it is. So, yeah, they have a massive... Uh, a, a massive thing over there which I in my personal opinion would only sort of uh, be means that the birth of Jesus is only about is only associated with Christmas for either parents with children or children themselves but then the children grow up into to adults having been brought up in this culture yeah so maybe it carries through for all of them and it's actually much more prevalent in cultures mm. where they where, where, where they do that uh, sort of like mass cultural thing associated with the birth, with the birth of Jesus. Not yeah, something that I, I mean... That I go in for. Chris, I don't really think about it. Yeah. I don't think about it either, but I don't... Kim and I don't really celebrate Christmas too hard either. Like, I'm, I don't... I try not to. I don't care. Kim is forced to due to family obligations. I want to take a moment Wilfred's to bad uh, explore why Kim doesn't like Christmas, because I always find it interesting. Okay, so... I'll start off with the big guns first. I am a musician. And yes, I detest, on principle, the modification of a band's kick-ass set to cater towards a specific public holiday, whether that be Halloween or Easter or, in this case, Christmas. And by extension, I don't like quite passionately don't like, not quite hate, loathe. I'll say loathe, that's a good word. I loathe Christmas carols. Christmas carols, for me, epitomise everything that is wrong with Christmas. They're never, like, good songs either. Like, they're never, like, well, quality. AFL team songs are never good either, but I get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh my god, maybe, so true. Maybe that's a worthwhile analogy. Maybe like Jesus is like the captain of the side. <laughs> He's making a captain. Well, it's, cool. it's more like you've got a lot of people who are part of something, if, so they all get behind this. Even if it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle Wells is like the standard of the team. And then. What makes it even worse is that there, there were these traditional Christmas songs that were like Jingle Bells and uh, various other um, songs that were that were of sung in European Christmases, and then in Australia we have modified them. 
modified them to the Australian environment. We've got bloody the twelve big Australian white days. boomers. Yeah, I don't so yeah. white boomers. I don't think that's I a will. modification of a, a European song. No, but there's a modified Jingle Bells. Yeah, there uh, is. A, then there's a modified and twelve have, days of Christmas. And we don't yeah. have. We don't have. Uh, the, the, the the reindeer with their red noses pulling Santa's sleigh. We have kangaroos, flying kangaroos that are silvery white, doing doing the same thing. It's just kind of like why? I mean, I understand that we have a hemisphere <laughs> flip here, but, but they don't do it for like any other. Like they don't. Make... They, don't they don't do it in South Africa to have you know Springboks doing it. Canada they have gazelles bounding along. Canada Those doesn't have, have caribou. Yeah, have bears. Yeah, <laughs> it would totally be caribou. You know, in South America, they don't have anacondas. Tapirs, I think. Tapirs. Tapirs. Would, uh, oh no, it'd be llamas. llamas. It would be llamas. They don't have llamas or alpacas doing it. Yeah. In India, they don't have you know um, Indian elephants or or whatever. It is purely in Australia that we have. This modification to Christmas carols, which are already bad, that we are aware makes of. them worse. I'm not sure Santa is such a huge part of Indian end of year festivals. Also, it wouldn't just surprise me if some of these other cultures did have some tweaked ones and we just weren't aware of them. Okay, like that's... I'm pretty sure other cultures would have like no idea we had six white boomers. I don't know, there's a few. Americans and uh, uh, people, well, people from the UK are aware that we modify it. Yeah. They know. They know about the Australian scorching. <laughs> they know. They know about the Australian scorching summer. You know, it was like, oh yeah, throw another shrimp on the barbie. We don't even call them shrimp. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also made that joke in our Christmas roleplay. Oh, uh, did you? Uh, <laughs> I had people in woolly Santa hats, but also board shorts and thongs. Like, oh yeah, you're here to uh, go up to that mansion, huh? On the mountain, that haunted mansion. Haunted with the spirit of Christmas? This is the one you did on Sunday. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. So, yeah, it starts with Christmas carols, and I've talked enough about, like, Christmas carols will do it. I mean, it's also the family stuff. Like, if you don't have a. If you don't enjoy the company of your family, Christmas can be a horrible time. So, like,. My memories of Christmas as a child are getting the occasional good present, yelling, screaming, shouting, uh, fighting. What's another word that is synonymous? Um, Rowing. Rowing. It's just non-stop arguments. That was my Christmas experience. You see, I don't, I, don't, I don't have that as my bad experience either. Mine's just sort of quiet boredom. Because uh, I've never really got along with my extended family at all, and that meant that Christmas is a time... Oh yeah, I've got quiet boredom yeah. too, when we'd have to... So we'd, we'd have our Christmas, and then like either the day before or the day after, we'd have to travel down to Sydney to visit extended family there and it'd just be sitting around with nothing to do. So it becomes an obligation. Yeah, exactly. It's just like the the seeing of the extended family, people are just like, it's Christmas. Why don't you want to see people? Why don't you want to see your family? Because I don't like them. I don't know them. I don't share any commonalities with them beyond the genetic. Whereas the juxtaposition, my my Christmas, has been 
where you go, I see a bunch of Vice family who I generally only see once that year and who I have always really liked and always gotten along with and are so really So why don't fun. you see them more often? Because most of them are out of state and we don't tend to travel that much. So most of my early, almost all of my early childhood Christmas, we would go down to Tassie and everyone would just sort of focus down there uh, and it would just be like this huge crazy event like uh, this one this yearly event where everyone went down pretty much turned into like a mini festival and it was awesome i mean it was I can a mini see, festival a mini I festival can, of hate i can see why you are using why your family would use christmas as like the catalyst to 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 do this but i don't necessarily think that 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 this journey this pilgrimage to actually spend time with people that you legitimately like has to be done at Christmas time. Indeed, but there are a whole number of I mean, people that make it people easier. travel a long way There's to go to see people that they like for the reason being that they like them. Indeed, but I'll also clarify like we would see like individual members of the family, like not just like we'd go visiting Victoria or even Tassie and around places and see individual members. Christmas is when everyone came together. And there are other factors like a lot of people have Christmas holidays. For instance, Indeed. like kids, definitely. It's easier All those kids to have the time free, yeah. so then you just have to get the adults off. Parents too, as yeah. well. It's Logistically, stuff, because there's a lot of public yeah. holidays that bank together around about this yeah, time. Like New Year's and Christmas Day, you yeah. have off. And Boxing Day, arguably, Easter is actually probably a, a time with more public holidays back to back because you get the full four more days. More public across holidays that, across that weekend, but often more public holidays, but less holidays. So a lot of people have a break from work or whatever for, you know, a week to two weeks. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then the school holidays have that whole chunk. And it is yeah, logistically, it's way to get everyone to get. And we would see individual people. But Christmas was the, like, we're going to see everyone on that side of the family. Yeah, because there's six weeks yeah. off from school during, uh, starting, like, a, w- a couple of days before Christmas in Australia and continuing and we also the like end of January. A fair few people in extended family go really well. We had a couple of, uh, some of my aunts who were really good uh, at cooking and really got behind, like, making a lot of Christmas-themed delicious things. And no one in my family is bad at cooking. Fucking gingerbread houses, man. I've seen some shit. So that's an interesting point that I'd like to... Uh, move forward with food. Mm-hmm. Food's a big part of Christmas. Totally. Christmas. There's so much wastage at Christmas time. Okay. <laughs> ne- negative negative aspect of that. That's one thing that I can actually get behind with Christmas. Actually, is it food and not wastage? Is it, is it? <laughs> no one gets behind. No one's like, woo, wasting food. <laughs> I am behind wastage i love it it's fantastic no, of course not. i'm talking about i'm talking about yeah. the food christmas cakes Ham, cr- 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 christmas puddings cr- christmas puddings mainly the desserts is what i get behind pavlova lots of people oh, it has to be a fucking good pavlova yeah but when it's a good one for me for me to want to eat it but when it's a good one i will nom that to the end of that. days my mum and Change sisters Ragnarok do to pavlova rock <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> the end of Pavlova. It's just a giant. The end of days. You just eat Pavlova until the the. the until you're so full of fruit and the cream. Com- the, the coming of the giant white meringue. <laughs> <laughs> or Odin is the meringue, and you know Kim is the dread wolf. Why not? It's gonna devour him. <laughs> sure. Except that Odin isn't killed by the wolf, but whatever. <laughs> what? Uh, 
Who's is that? Uh, pretty sure it's Odin. It's well, Odin doesn't fight Fenrir in Norse mythology. It is Thor fights Fenrir and dies, and then uh, his brother will fight Fenrir and win because his brother has a uh, a, 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 a magic boot made from all the offcuts of uh, other, leather. Other boots? Yeah, from all of, <laughs> from all of humanity. Also, you, to clarify, is it just one boot, or does he have a pair? He has one boot. Really so he me. has, I'm pretty sure he has a boot and a glove, and he puts the glove on the up on the top of the mouth, and the boot on the bottom, and he pulls the jaw open and rips Fenrir in two. At the, end of, the, at the end of Ragnarok, only two of the gods will be left remaining, and they will uh, rebirth the world. They're probably not a pair either. They're not even. They're not even like, like super a ma- like a mating pair. No, no, no. <laughs> they're not even super popular gods too. Like that's the only. They're not worshipped. <laughs> they're like suckers. They're not worshipped for anything except the fact that they are prophesied to be the only two remaining after Ragnarok. Anyway, this has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> Like at all because Kim made a Ragnarok joke. God bless that man. Anyway, yeah, the food is quite good. Um, You know, there's turkey. Yeah, fuck turkey. Leave that bird. I don't understand why turkey is so. I get why turkey is so popular in America because that is where turkeys come from. I don't understand why turkey is the is a big Christmas food in England. Is it the back transportation? Like it must be, but it's still an odd thing. Like Turkey, I mean, Turkey's probably not big in Australia because, like, it would be really hard to get here. I'm pretty sure there are turkey farms now. Yeah, um, there's deer farms. That, but it's still odd. Like, but also, there's a lot of food that you eat at Christmas time in Australia that is like food that you would consider wintry because it's associated with Christmas so and we have that European um, history with Christmas so we eat those things but then there are things that you associate with Christmas that are distinctly summery foods like barbecue yeah barbecues are a big part prawns. of Christmas prawns we eat so many prawns it's so like much prawns so much turning on the barbecue you know um, a pavlova is a is a kind of a summary uh, dish because it's got lots of fruits in it and mm-hmm. it's um and it is not a warm dessert uh where, so. whereas a christmas pudding is a warm dessert prawn cocktails never what? actually had a prawn cocktail but yeah like it would be really good or no, it's not, not it's not like a it's not it's like not, an it's not a, cocktail yeah. okay. they have like a a sauce in the middle which is made up of oh sauce. yeah, yeah, yeah thousands yeah, island and, I'm with yeah, you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you've got the you got the prawns hanging over the sides of the, of yeah. the martini glass but it's not it's not like that one where they have the scorpion in it. Yeah. You know that Which one? Which is what I was imagining. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, the, the toenail or toe or thumb. Or... Uh, it's toenail. Okay. That's really cool, that one as well. Yeah. So, food. Anything else about food? People people overeat, and this is universal in Western um, festivals, but particularly Christmas, people overeat so much at Christmas time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think that this... I don't really want to make this transition now, but I'm gonna. Um, I think because uh, I think that that may actually be because you are visiting so much family. I was about to say the exact same thing. I know. So you're just like, 
you go to so-and-so's for lunch, for breakfast, and because that's the only time you're going to see them. You eat heaps at breakfast, and then you have to go to Norma's for lunch, and then you're eating heaps there, and then it's over to freaking. This is going to be me on my Christmas day. For, 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 yeah, for, for, yeah for you'll, dinner. you'll have I, your parents, and then you'll have both sets of Caitlin's parents. Yeah, my partner's parents are split, so we go to my folks for breakfast, her for mum for lunch, her dad for dinner, and they're all like huge meals uh, and the, you know if people there's the expectation behind you, you're also going to eat a lot um, yeah indeed you're expected to eat a lot and so like if you don't it's like oh I'll get in the say, Christmas if, spirit if you say I'm full because we were at Bar Bars before then your hosts will become offended yeah. by the fact that you are preferring their food over yeah. Your, oh, so you don't food. you don't love us because you don't want to spend time with us because you're done eating. Like the the amount of time you spend eating kind of dictates how much time you're at the place. Often. Yeah, you don't just sort of like because when you're done with the meal, then that's the end. Like the the event is the meal. So once the meal's over, for many people, that signifies the end of your time. Oh, uh, I think there's a yeah. That that depends. On you can you can obviously stay past, yeah. but like when the meal is the th- reason yeah. is the. Uh, the put forward reason that you're there, it can. Yeah, so that, that holds true for my because because we have to get through these three families, it lines up with. But like, for instance, when my previous Christmas, when I had more time, it'd be like you know, we'd meet up, have big chat, have a meal, like play a game of cricket out the back, and it would be not food clock based. Yeah, indeed. No, I get it. I mean, when when you that. say back in the day, do you mean just like you're referring to your family? Yeah, alone? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Things <clears throat> do get more complicated when you need to split yeah. um, Christmas between you and your partner's family. For so sure. First, first year that I'm learning about that. Oh, yes. That's fucking fun. Kim's committed. So I know some people do a... Um, Christmas with one half of the family one year and then the other half of the if I was, year and just switch it like that. If I was that if problem. I was forced to do like two Christmas things or even one Christmas thing, like it would be everyone is going to the one fucking thing. You invite your family, I'll invite my family, they can invite all their extended family. I'm not going to fucking multiple places. <laughs> We're going to one thing. And that could either be everyone or one group. Yep, I wish it. I wish it would work out that way, but you know, I'm not going to go into the details of that. <laughs> One Christmas or no Christmas. So I know from watching a lot of like uh, British shows on Christmas. You know those like. Not agony arts type thing, but... I'll just say, the one say? thing that is my, like, Christmas tradition... It's actually really a New Year's tradition now that I think about it, but... Big Fat Quiz. Oh, yeah, okay. I always watch the Big Fat Quiz. I get on the YouTubes, and I watch the Big Fat Quiz. Yeah. It's so but good. They have, like, what is it, grumpy old men or something? Oh, ah, yeah, grumpy the, old men, grumpy old women. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing I'm thinking of. Um, they talk about their Christmas tradition, like people go to the house for the whole day and they have the lunch and then they stay on. They watch the Christmas movie, which is like The Great Escape or Reservoir Dogs, I think that is like the movie that... Die Hard TV is... every <laughs> single year and then they just get drunk and then you've got like old male family members demonstrating like obtuse behaviour. 
There's because always that really racist Whereas uncle. I've never been smashed on Christmas. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're missing out. I've never, I've, I've never been in the point where, like, I've just been bored. I'm just like, I just want to go play with my presents. That's basically what I was like as a kid because we had, I was still at home and we used to um, have my grandfather and his partner over for lunch and then we'd go see my dad's sister and her family, um, the husband I forgot and, your dad and two and, and, and two kids uh, in the afternoon and that was Christmas Day. Mm. And that involved a lot of my mum stressing out because she has to prepare all this food in the morning. My dad stressing out because the house isn't clean. And I'm just like, I woke up at eight o'clock and I got my presents. I just want to play with them. But eight no. o'clock? You slept in, son? But no, yeah, we, I'll have we, like five. We, yeah, we have to. We have to get ready for your grandfather. And I'm just like, but I don't want to because he's old and boring. I know, right? Come and, and then. They'd stay for like three hours and then it'd just be like, oh, it's off to aunt, it's off to your aunties. And I'd just be like, oh God, I just want to play with gifts. And then we'd come back and they're just like, why do you want to spend time with us, Kim? And it's just like, because I've just spent the whole day with you in boring company and now I want to play with my presents. Yeah, I think that's a pretty universal thing. Like, um, I hate it. I hated it. I hated it as a kid and I don't like the obligation now to do the same things, but without the incentive of... Of I don't even want to play with my gifts anymore. I just don't want to go because for the, the sake of not going. Well, when you're adult, and I don't know why this is, because people are stupid. Um, pretty much. Uh, when you're an adult, you don't get gifts that are like things that you play with, which is not the way that my brother and I approach Christmas. Like I still buy fucking Transformers because just because I am 25 doesn't mean I don't think Transformers are cool and fun to play with. Like. Fuck off! I'm gonna play with those things too. I'm gonna be like in the nursing home on Jupiter, fucking playing with my Transformers. Like I ain't got time to not be playing with Transformers. Like no, none of that. <laughs> if it's a Christmas and I don't get like something I can play with, nah, it's it's a shitty Christmas. Which is a problem, like for poor people, like who can't afford. And my my family were poor. Yeah, no. Again, for me, it was like it was. It was the the event, the day, and not the presents. I didn't care about any uh, the event yeah. of the day. Like it wasn't the only thing that was entertaining was the toys, and I think that's a that's a struggle for a lot of people. The event the event of yeah. the day for me was also the drawback. That was the yeah. thing that was preventing me from playing with the toys that I yeah. had just acquired. This is me as a kid. Like yeah, yeah, I haven't no. felt this way for like seven, eight years or something. Me, like me that. as a kid, as well, was like like no, it was really years. exciting, canning the presents out and finding out what you got. But then it was like, all right, well. It was always like we were happy to play with them later like we wanted to get in and see everyone and crazy uncle fred and do all this stuff like together and then boxing day was all like the fuck yeah all this neat stuff let's make this go you sound like you have a good functional family pretty rad just fucking always flaunting in everyone's face. Look at me. My family cares about me. Your families are all family. shit. <laughs> I have a traditional job so my parents can be supportive of me. I have traditional hobbies so my parents are supportive. You're always flaunting it in it our faces. sound like me. What are your traditional hobbies? 
he enjoys sport. Well, I enjoy sport. Yeah, yeah, I don't. So I don't have I don't have traditional hobbies. I have strictly also, non-traditional my hobbies. My support love me regardless of what I did or enjoy. Well, you know, we can't test that hypothesis. Go you'd, become you'd, a painter and like stop playing sport. Just we'll on the side, um, you'd like to think that, but when you do something that is not in the plan that they had for you, then you quickly find out that they are not as supportive as you think really that they have a plan for me. They were just like, do what you want to and we'll get behind you. Yeah. Again, yeah, different circumstances and kind of getting off topic. Yep, totally. We can talk about that in the epilogues. We yeah, can talk about uh, that at length in the epilogues. Dysfunctional family Dis- special. Uh, disappointing yeah. families. I have some I have some key strategies for making disappointing families work for you. Um, but well, I'm happy. I guess. About uh, Christmas Eve. I mean, I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the whole. Um, well, I'll put it on the list then. You talk about your thing. yeah. So the thing that I was trying to bring up was the fact that. Parents are often trying to push the idea that Christmas is not about the material things, which I would argue that for the majority of parents and adults, they push that message really badly. Um, Certainly from the families I have seen, and that doesn't just include my own. Um, you know, they're all, it's always like, oh, it's about, it's about family and being together. But then like, you know, people talk about making sure that they've got the bounds of presents for the kids and shit like that. How many how many presents have you bought for your kids? How much food have you been able to put on the table? Yeah. How big is your Christmas tree? How many Christmas lights can you support on your house? They are all blatant demonstrations of a consumerist attitude. Yeah, they're, they're, they're shows of whether, whether consciously or unconsciously uh, or intentionally rather and unintentionally they mm. are displays of your uh, your wealth. Mm-hmm. They are displays of status. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this big Christmas spread I put out. Look at all these expensive uh, meats and things that I can afford. And if we don't eat them, either they're going in the fridge or they're going in the bin. So that's, in a way, that's all. Your wastefulness is also a display of your wealth. Well, that's part of the thing with Christmas lights. Like, it's not just a demonstration of effort in to put them up onto your house, but it is a look at how much electricity bill I can afford to support this grand. Yeah, and like know, some people uh, buy like entirely new sets of lights every year because yep. they can't be fucked storing it, so they'll just throw it away. Buy new lights, put them up next year. This is so alien to me. Well, we've always just been all like, you know, we'll put up these lights because we want to and they look pretty. And like, those are the lights we'll this get. This isn't the, yeah, indeed, this isn't but the even, attitude of people of oh, my Oh, yeah, yeah. Of my we're, family, we're talking this, and this, is, this is my individualized experience. Yeah. It's alien to me. Yeah, you're comparing your yeah. individual experience to the thing that Kim, uh, Kim and I are talking about, the generalized experience of a, of a culture. This is how I think that it works, anyway. I mean, I, I have very little... Well, that, that's why I made sure to point out that, like, no. you can do it unintentionally. Like, even if your intention is not to show off how wealthy you are, you still are showing off how wealthy you are I mean, by you putting might just up like, those things. You might just like because pretty Lights cost yeah. money, or you might like pretty pretty trees yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd like to point out that uh, my house is fully set up for Christmas. We're recording this at my house today, and I do not have a Christmas tree. 
it, intentionally. It doesn't look any different to so the way it head. normally looks yeah, at Christmas. Exactly. The only difference is there are Christmas presents on the table. Yeah, that's that's it exactly. That is my that is that that is my setup for Christmas. It is no different. I almost died on uh, getting to the car today because of my brother's Christmas decorations. Because the fake <laughs> snow is made out of gelatin and became slime. Christmas when I was deadly, disgust. Yeah, whereas I have, I just have a tree because I'm like, it's all I want to put up. I don't want to have a tree. Christmas tree. Lots um, of baubles from the photos I've seen. Just, yeah, just baubles. Like some, have, there's like a basic light going around. There's a little stuffed koala on the top. Are they just white lights or do they have colours? Oh, they're coloured. But they're like, you know, just lights. I'm like, oh, cool. About those. Put them on. Yeah. And like, I, don't, I didn't want to put every like lights up and put all other stuff around the house. I'm like, I just want my tree because. Why do you want to put up the tree? Because I want to. For me, it's like, oh, it's Christmas time. I've got my tree up. It's, yeah. It's, it lets me, you know... It's, did you enjoy putting it up? I did. I really enjoyed putting it up. Okay, so and it's, it's not the same as the lawn where you hate mowing the lawn. Yeah, but yeah. you do want to have a lawn. No, I've always been... I've always really enjoyed um, putting up the tree. You're not taking it down. Ah, uh, oh, that's, that's a chore. Like, okay. I don't enjoy taking it down because... When did you put it up? I put it up on the 6th. Is that because of the aforementioned 12 days of Christmas thing? Ah. Uh, you know that's not 12 days till Christmas, right? I have no idea. Uh, 12, days of, 12 days of Christmas, not 12 days to Christmas. I think he's including uh, well, Boxing Day? No, because... No, it go, goes beyond. Oh. Because yeah. technically you meant to take it down... Did you say the 6th or the 16th? The 6th. 6th. When, you should t- when should you take it down? I have no idea. I would say. assume Boxing Day. Anyway. I don't even have them down before January. Anyway. I mean, they're ultimately I've all always, constructed The things. tree has always been, like, sort of yeah. the um, symbolic, like, you put it up as a, as a family, uh, and you all work together and decorate it, and it's kind of, again, that whole people coming together to do this cool thing once a year. Yeah. It actually uh, saddens me deeply that Caitlin doesn't enjoy putting up the tree and doesn't really want to get involved with it mm-hmm. to give you an idea of where I'm coming at it from well yeah but I, that's probably because your family emphasized that yeah oh look I, yeah. I totally I'm like I totally get where she's coming from it still makes me sad yeah. I have this, my family has the same thing they make a big deal out of putting up the Christmas tree I hate it I which is fair don't like it I don't think anyone I don't think do my, you have a traditional day to bring it down okay I don't think mm, I know that my I mother my and head, I. Sorry my mother and I share the same approach when it comes to Christmas tree. Like as the as the kids got older, my mum put less and less effort into putting up Christmas trees. Like we had a ceramic Christmas tree that like sits on a table at one point and had a bunch of lights in it. This year she has a tiny USB Christmas tree that is plugged into the USB port on her TV. And I totally get that people aren't interested. Like, as I said, it makes me sad, but I'm never going to be all like, you know, oh my God, Caitlin, why don't you help me with the tree? Or just go around making sad faces or anything. I'm like, I understand this is not what you do. Yeah, indeed. I mean, so I, or I, I am an, I am a staunch non-believer in the things that are not real. That being the gods and the ghosts. Uh, And I always felt strange when I was in high school and I celebrated Christmas because I felt like I shouldn't be. Because, I mean, it's, it's seen now as a Western and or Christian holiday even though its origins are in non-Christian beliefs. Uh, but I, even if I was Christian and still had the same knowledge, I would still feel strange because of the fact that it's... 
got those origins in a previous thing. Like it is not, it feels like it is not my holiday when I would celebrate it because I'm like, oh, you know, I'm saying I don't believe in any of this shit, but I'm still celebrating it. That seems like a cop out. That seems like I'm cherry picking the shit that I want. Uh, because it makes me feel good rather than like committing which is like in retrospect a stupid thing it doesn't matter yeah I was about to say it's basically like it's not it's not on par with saying I uh, believe in Jesus and believe in God and do all the stuff at Easter time but I don't do Lent yeah that's too hard isn't that like this one of the central tenets of positivism you know Lent's hard it's meant to be hard. <laughs> you can give up all kinds of things. Either. You can give up chocolate for a month. It's pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Alcohol for a month. Hey. I don't know if Kim could pull that off. He just had Bacardi to get ready for the podcast. I'm less of an alcoholic than I used to be. Yeah, not less bad. is not none. Less is not none. You know. There's, there's Do we need to get you in a program? Nah, there's been there I'm already in a program. It's called Maxine. I'm pretty good for that. I drink a lot less. What's that acronym, Steve? Anyway, um, more alcohol. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just xenophobe <laughs> in no one's ear. Ear. <laughs> <laughs> very niche. Uh, very niche program. Um, Seeking a program. So we talked a lot about what happens on Christmas Day traditionally, but like, what what is the? I mean, we're meant to be talking about the meaning of Christmas. So, like, what is what is the goal? What is the thing that we should be trying to get out of Christmas? Like, that you two... Kim is forced to observe it. Actually... Wilfred observes it by choice. I have, I have an interesting thing. Okay. Because tonight, I'm actually going out for <coughs> some labelled Christmas drinks. Christmas dinner, Christmas drinks. And I'm actually trying to catch up... I'm trying to catch up with another friend of mine that, that kind of fell through. And um, some other friends, and that's going to happen at a later date. Um... Uh, but there's all of these people that I haven't seen in a while that I hung out with, like... And we're back. Sorry, our recording, our recorder ran out of battery there. I believe yeah. Kim was talking about, like, getting together with friends. Yeah, so, uh, I'm, so I'm organised for tonight, just in case this didn't make it to the end of the last one. Raymond can fiddle with it later. Mm. Um... <laughs> we'll see. He won't, but he could. I will listen to it yeah. and just de- decide whether it needs to be cut. And decide whether it needs to be filmed. Um, so, tonight I'm actually meeting up with some friends uh, that I haven't seen in a while. And I wanted to meet up with another friend of mine last night, um, but that fell through. That's okay. And some other friends which I'm going to be seeing uh, in the new year, but it was it's, it's marketed as a Christmas thing. Um... And all of these uh, people that I haven't seen in a while or at least hung out with, you know, like sort of good quality hung out with in a while. And uh, I'm using Christmas as... All of these events are marketed as a Christmas drinks, Christmas meal, Christmas event to actually mm. spend time with some people that I actually genuinely like. So I, I don't think that my aversion to, to, to Christmas actually... It's more associated with the people that I've been obligated to spend all this time with. And as soon as I actually get into a situation where I'm spending time with people for the sake of the festive season that I actually want to spend time with, then all of those aversions, apart from the Christmas carols, 
disappears. So I guess that you could actually say that my that I don't I don't hate the fact that people use this holiday period to actually see people that they genuinely do care about and they get together with them to do genuinely nice things it's just that the traditional people a family that you see at this time are not the kinds of people that I want to get yeah. together to do nice things with because I don't really like them yeah it's like Ray enough meaning of Christmas which to me the meaning of Christmas is as Kim said you get to spend time with people whose company you enjoy and you may see regularly or you may not see regularly. It's a coming together thing. Yeah, I mean, I see that and I I, I don't think that that's, that's all it is though because like the, the coming together and everything seems like just one part of that because otherwise why would why with the gift giving why with the why with the really large meals like the larger than you need to feed the people that you're feeding you know why with the with the murdered trees and the uh i think this is electronics this is exemplified by just exactly what i just said so people think that they are obligated to spend time with pe- with their family members at Christmas. I think that they feel that they are obligated to do the extravagant meals. I think that they feel that they are obligated to put up the Christmas decorations even if they don't want to. But if that doesn't that that, that doesn't make Christmas bad no the no, meaning no. that they are actually ascribing to Christmas bad. It just means that they're probably doing it suboptimally to how they could be doing it. Yeah. So I think that I'm always, always, I'm always of the of the opinion that if you are doing a tradition simply because it's a tradition, then you're an idiot. Uh, yeah. But I think that that, that that could be a reason why a lot of people, a lot of people engage in all of these Christmas traditions mm-hmm. is because yeah. that they are just traditions without thinking about them. It's easy not to think about them. This is a thing that happens. Yeah, so I would feel that I would be able to ascribe a a, a greater deal of importance to large meals and trees and gift giving if I was doing these things purely with people that uh, the, the, the people that I've mentioned that I actually genuinely want to spend time with at this festive season. Which is basically, or I come like you know, I subscribe to but doing the Christmas tree because something that I happens. Enjoy. Yeah, and no, we do. They line up with your yeah. family as well, yeah, which we, is the which yeah. is the fortuitous thing to you. You actually get to play in to this the, to to yeah. this tradition because you like your family inside mm. the well outside the confines of this tradition as well as yeah. inside the confines of this tradition. And Whereas we, for yeah. people that don't. Don't 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 get that experience. I think I, can uh, I, I think that changing the tradition to just be about their friends rather than their family can actually re-enrich the spirit of Christmas. I think I might test your hypothesis next year. What and you want to do a? You can't do it on Christmas Day because I have safety net family obligations. Not if. I have. Not if we ascribe it the same importance. Just saying. What do you mean? 
Well, so you have the you you have to do the things with your family because of the importance that is associated with it. Yeah. But if we somehow artificially created the same level of importance mm-hmm. between our own relationship, yeah, then you would be uh, you would be obligated to fit it in. Yeah. Indeed. You would be able to justify it to the other parties in the same way that Wilfred can justify three meals. Oh, I wish I would be able to justify it to the other parties, but yeah, indeed. You know, I don't know. It's, I mean, a, it's, a, fa- it's a plan in the in the embryonic stages. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll hash that out later. I am firmly of the of 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 the opinion, though, that I'm much. I like my friends a lot more than family. People are always just like, but it's your family. Oh, God, I hate that. It's just so like, much. yeah, I don't get to choose you. I mean, genetically, it makes sense. Like, yeah. you are programmed to believe this because you're supposed to be preserving your genes and whatnot, but it doesn't make sense to me. You know, you're also programmed to believe that everything that you see is a face is a face when you know that's not true because yeah. that is definitely a light switch. Uh, PowerPoint, rather, yeah. is what I meant to say. I was just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> yep. it's definitely a clock face. Yeah, yeah. it's a we clock. We call it a face. It's not alive, despite the fact that it looks like a face. Despite the fact that it looks like an astroturf Kim's clock actually doesn't look like a face. It just looks like he cut up somebody's lawn and <laughs> laid down a lollipop on it. <laughs> <laughs> but the point stands... I love, love that clock. I love that clock. Um, do you think... Definitely, definitely. So, which brings me... For me, Christmas Eve has actually always been reserved for friends. Christmas Eve is the time that you get together traditionally. But what my, about Christmas Eve? In, in, in my mind... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Christmas Eve with um, friends. Yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve has been the time that you actually get together with friends and you do the friends Christmas thing. So Christmas Day yeah. is family. Is the drudgery? Okay. And I'm Christmas always... Eve is the party that you need to get through the drudgery. Maybe that's why... <laughs> it's not the party that we needed. Maybe that's the party also like deserved. the role of New Year's in the Christmas season. It's the fucking... I'm done seeing all my... F- my, my ho- fucking horrible family that yeah. I detest and I've done all of the or, social or, obligations or you know maybe in Wilfred's case my family that I love although they wear me down uh, everyone wears just an down. example like it doesn't everyone, necessarily everyone have to be true down. yeah even he's, you he's a mad introvert I am I am a mad introvert I ain't got time for these pseudo psychological labels that people decide to give themselves I'm a I'm a Raymond vert you know I'm down for anything that involves Raymond. Extrovert, got it. But that's not true either. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, so Chris, what, I was going to ask... Christmas Eve? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a is fair it, point. Well, that's my experience. My you have an experience with... Is Christmas Eve at all important to the tradition that was within your... within? No, your, because like your, when your, I was engaging with years. Christmas, I wasn't doing anything on any of the days that wasn't involved with the family. Because like, a lot of the time, I'd have to be fucking... Half of my Christmases were spent in Brisbane <laughs> with family, like towards through high school. And that is the worst. Or, you know, Christmas morning would be or no actually more often than not new year's eve was spent at fucking church because either you go to the six six o'clock service new year's eve yeah sorry christmas eve Eve. either christmas eve you go to the um 6 p.m service 
uh, or you or on Christmas Day you go to the lunchtime service uh, or if you don't want to go to either of those you get dragged along to the midnight Christmas service in which case you fall asleep in the middle of the church and get yelled at Again, flashbacks to now that we've seen. Yeah, <laughs> my, my Christmas Eve was really malleable. Like, whereas Christmas is always sort of a, a fix we're going to see everyone. Christmas Eve was like it could change each year depending on what was happening. Especially as I've gotten older as well. But even when I was small, it was essentially based on who was around, what was happening at the time, what people wished to do. Yeah. So that was... Christmas was my fixed point in time. Eve was... <coughs> Whatever's rocking. I don't know what I'm going to do for on Christmas Eve. Probably just, you know, do the same thing I do every day. Play fucking Darkest Dungeon, listen to some podcasts. I'll give you a Skype call on Christmas Eve and I'll just be like, can we fall? Yeah. Oh, can oh, we be in on that? And hopefully they'll have the Christmas skins up. Yeah, maybe. I want to see the Killing Floor 2 Christmas skins. I want to see the Christmas patty. I'd be mad keen. That's what we're doing Christmas Eve. Playing Killing Party. I'm going to send a message to uh, Tripwire. We're like, I demand Christmas skins. This is Patriarch Santa. Patriarch Santa, man. Get on it. I was going to ask um, how ageing has affected people's opinions of the Christmas experience. We've already got pretty much an answer on that from Kim when you were talking about how you're now changing who or who you see. Well, not changing, but... The advent of uh, including friends. I've gone through. I've gone through the process of subscribing to the Christmas tradition because that's what my parents do. Yeah, and thinking that that's just what everyone does, which in truth, which is. I used to think. I'll save it for the epilogue. Okay. Uh, went through the tradition of subscribing to my parents' Christmas tradition, mm. then getting into the teenage years and early adult years and realising that I fucking hated that Christmas tradition and I wanted out and I wanted nothing to do with it and I didn't thought that I wanted nothing to replace it. And then in the last couple of years, in the, in, in, in the, the middle, the mid-twenties, the, the mid-twenties, uh, realising... Uh, that I actually just want to replace it. I don't want to abandon the tradition completely and I actually just want to replace it with people that I actually want to spend time with rather than my family. I wonder if they're going to listen to this. Why would they? I think Have they listened safe. to any of the others? I think Dad had a crack at one of them. I know oh, Mum tried cool. to listen to one. She's like, I don't understand anything you're talking about. I'm like, it's because you don't you don't play games. Yeah, so like, I think he got in the same bandwagon. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, if you do listen to this, uh, this is what I think. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe that's what we should give your dad for Christmas. Hey, you USB with this recording on. Just be yeah. like, just listen to this, Dad. Just listen. All right. Just get in it. Let it absorb in. Um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like. My views towards Christmas are my views towards everything in that, like, as every every year goes by and I realise that more and more of my experiences as a human being is a constructed entity and thus I can shape it in the way that I want. So it's like, I hated my family growing up. And then, like, not because they weren't... They're not the most terrible human beings around. They're not even, like, terrible for people but we just don't get along and we just would hate each other and then we would all pretend that we actually loved each other when none of us like each other yeah that would be frustrating and i'm glad you don't have that i'm glad that you actually interact with christmas with glee yeah it's good for billy but like yeah uh and 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 happiness and you know all the things that are nice in the world it's not a thing i wish on anybody but it is kind of liberating you know not uh realizing that uh 
you don't have to spend time with the people you hate just because they're your family. Right. Like once you once you once you embrace that and you you get so much more of your time back. Uh, you just feel a lot better a lot of the time. Wow. Totally so. So in summary. We have no idea what the meaning of Christmas is. It definitely has something to do... Well, I know what I get out of Christmas. And for me, yeah. that is synonymous with the meaning. So I'm happy. Yeah, you know. I'm also the uh, precious unicorn in this, I think. Whereas everything seems to be fine. Yeah. The meaning, of the, I guess that you could say that the current meaning of Christmas, from my perspective, is obligation. It is a time... That's fair. When you do stuff... Because you have to. And it's not fun. Christmas, for me, I guess, has two meanings. The meaning that we say it has and the meaning that it uh, seems to truly have. Uh, so the meaning that we say it has, family, community, togetherness. The meaning that it, uh, like, as a community, the meaning that it seems to have, uh, that seems to be more or less universal, universal, rather, is consumption. Like, it is about... Getting stuff, either for about, other people or for about, yourself. It is about more. Yeah, it's it's about gluttony and greed. It's just like the act of the sweetness is in the giving of the gift. But the better quality gifts I give, the better I look because I'm all like well off and handy duty to do. Yeah, even yes. even giving <laughs> gifts is a sign of your greed and your wealth. Because look at what I look at all this money I could waste anyway, on frivolous things. I'm looking forward to killing for uh, two uh, Christmas gifts. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a good Christmas. Oh, gonna be a good Christmas Eve. Yeah, let's do, let's let, let, let's do that. Uh, I'm not obliged to do that. I yeah. want to play killing for. <laughs> Alright, cool. Alright, well, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. I'm Kim. I'm Will. And you've been listening to The, the Crusading, Crusading Couch. Couch.